What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Bloody Angola, a podcast 142 years in the making. The complete story of America's bloodiest prison. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And it's early in the morning today, Woody what? Overton. What? 
we feel like real radio station right. DJs yeah. or yeah. something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Working the, the night shift. Laying down the tracks for the people. Yeah, love that's right. Love you, love you. We'd do anything for you, and it includes getting up early and not going hunting or fishing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's too hot for the fish and too hot for golf. <laughs> you got that right. It's yeah. it's hot in South Louisiana. So speaking of South Louisiana, we, this is part two of our clemency special, I guess you would call it. Uh, if you're not sure exactly what's going down, go listen to episode one, the Louisiana clemency debacle. It'll kind of catch you up, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and start it off. Uh, with this episode and before we really lead into it i'm going to read everybody uh just a quick uh statement from the louisiana fraternal order of police but what do you, what is the fraternal order of it's police? uh the, all the different police officers it, it's you would call it a union almost um the, the, they'll give you representatives if you get in trouble and stuff like that it's just a really exclusive club of all the police officers are yeah. Similar to a fraternity. Yeah, college. same thing. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Very good. Well, they uh, they they have a good, uh, I guess, power space here in Louisiana when it comes to officers. And they released this statement on August 10th. The Louisiana Fraternal Order of Police is opposed to the clemency hearings granted by the Louisiana Pardon Board at the request of Governor Edwards. Every one of these death row inmates has been convicted according to law and sentenced to death by Louisiana law. And me and Woody, you know, that's one of our big problems with this. Uh, Many of the victims of these horrific crimes are being denied closure by an attempt to commute the sentences of those offended. At least three inmates have killed police officers, and they go on the list. Betty Smothers is one of those police officers. Stephen Vincent, a Louisiana state policeman, and Ronald Williams of the NOPD. While these are not the only victims of horrific crimes, they are our sisters and brothers in law enforcement, and we will not stand idly by without objection. A strong tactic by a lame duck governor to bring these hearings forward in front of over 400 previously filed hearings is appalling. In our mind, it's just more way that this governor has shown he is not a supporter of the criminal justice system. He does not support the victims and their rights. Why would anyone, including the board and governor, want the family and loved ones of these victims to unnecessarily relive these horrific nightmares or the loss of loved ones? A rushed process that will one day release a killer back into society. Stop this and let justice continue to be served. They ain't happy. No, they're not. And they shouldn't be, y'all. And we're specifically talking about the 56 inmates on Louisiana's death row who uh, are all at one time. Yeah. Uh, joined up and filed a petition for clemency. Organized death. To, for, the, for them to be heard by the board. And then the governor comes out and, and shows his true colors and says, mm, I'm against the death penalty. Absolutely well, insane it, that this is even going if they on. They raped and murdered your children and and cut them up and all the other bad shit these people had done. Maybe he'd feel different. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's it's just unreal that it's even we're even having this conversation, but we are. And on the last episode, we told you that on this episode, we were going to give you a little bit of detail on the 56 inmates uh, that have requested clemency. And I'll start it off with James Dunn. James Dunn was convicted in the June 1998 killing of two bank employees. 
uh, Lisa Dubois and Jacqueline Blanchard in Napoleonville during an armed robbery with accomplices. I remember that. It was a big uh, standoff type thing. Yeah, I also yeah, and you were heat of law enforcement right. career right. at that point. Exactly, and uh, it's just a you know senseless killing and during well y'all would makes it death row it's, it was uh during all them robberies so that makes it aggravating circumstances so and it's just dude doesn't deserve to be i mean he got convicted you know he deserved the ultimate punishment and, and that take, was assumption parish by the way yeah and who my good friend leland falcon is now the sheriff down there and i helped him out on a lot of cases and i they okay. called me like last week. All right, I'm going to take you to another guy named Jeremiah Manning, who was convicted of the 2000 kidnapping and murder of Mary Malone from her plane dealing home. Mm. Uh, that y'all, that was in Bossier, and that's that's up north Shreveport, um, right across the river from Shreveport. And now think about it again, y'all. Kidnapping. That means you took someone against their will. And you murder them. Yeah, and I, I think we just get desensitized because you hear it so much. Too. I mean, but this these are real people who had real loved ones. Yeah, and we'll take you to Caddo Parish. Which We've got still, several, which is right there in the same thing. Hey, you know, I was watching the thing last night when Hugo was on it. Uh, uh, Hugo Holland, special prosecutor, court of court, Coco's case. Caddo Parish sentenced more people to die than any other parish or um, county in the United States of America. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't surprise me. we got a lot of crime going on up there. Uh, and they also said per capita that it's not um, Los Angeles or New York City or whatever per capita. We, we of course, have the highest murder rate. Unbelievable. You never think that. Well, we're going we're to take you there, and they've got a, they got a bunch of them we're going to talk about here. We'll start with Lederick Campbell. Lederick Campbell was con- convicted of killing 51-year-old Kathy Parker in September of 2002 during a robbery at the Magnolia Club in Rodessa, oh. which is a, a city, uh, you know, in that area of Caddo yeah. Parish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Another you, murder. You go, you go out and buy, you just could have robbed him. You didn't have to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's what makes it the aggravating circumstances. And we'll take you to Nathaniel Cole. Mm. Y'all. And Nathaniel Cole was convicted on four counts of first degree murder in Shreveport. Again, y'all. And that's another uh, uh, Caddo Parish area. Yeah. Um, they were killed in the 1985 attack where Vivian Colbert Cheney, um, Jerry Colbert Cheney, 15-year-old daughter, Carletha, and Vivian Cheney's boyfriend, Joe Harris. Murdered four by people, you. Right? And, yeah. and, and it's just four people. First degree means it was certainly planned out and, and another horrible crime. First degree murder, sentenced to death, gets his clemency hearing. Right. After the fact. Right? Right. And the next one, again, is in the same area. Same area. And we're going to take you to Michael Cook's. 
and he was convicted of a 1995 murder during an armed robbery in Shreveport. The medical examiner testified Joe Frazier had been shot 14 times. So that's 14. And yeah, he killed 15. him good, as Mike would yeah, say. That, uh, why wasn't 15? Because he ran out of bullets. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I mean, and, just, that's just cold-blooded killer. That's it. All right, so y'all, the next one is Percy Davis, who was convicted in the 1990 murders of two workers at convenience stores two nights in a row. First victim killed was Mark Sanchez, an employee of a Circle K store, and the second victim was Calvin Moore, the owner of an Exxon outlet. Outlet, otherwise known as Fat Exxons. Yeah. Um, two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. We're going to stop here. Probably <laughs> it would have been three had they not called him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that tells you right there, someone that's going to kill someone two nights in a row, it's yeah. not and a crime people, of passion. That's a stone-cold yeah, killer. Yeah, these people are working. Man. What, what, what's he getting? Yeah. So here's one for you, Curtis Deal. This is just going to make you sick that this particular individual gets to actually – File for clemency. Listen to what he did. Convicted in the 1996 death of his two-month-old son. Two-month-old son, y'all. Joshua in Caddo Parish. Again, same same area. Same area. First responders said the child had a wadded-up paper towel forced in his throat. And Deal admitted to throwing the baby back in the bed when he wouldn't stop crying. Let me yeah, tell you, I, that right there, if none of these others piss you off, yeah. you know, if you've Too got any power. kind of pulse, that pisses you off. I don't care who you are. And this guy actually gets to stand up in front of a parole board and, and plead as why he deserves clemency and doesn't yeah, deserve yeah. the needle. Yeah. Well, I don't understand it, but... Takes to Felton Dorsey, who's convicted for the 2006 first-degree murder of a retired firefighter, Joe Proc, during a home invasion at his mother's house in Greenwood. Wow. That's just unreal. I mean, firefighter, you know, dedicating his life to saving other people, and the dude breaks in, home invasion of his mom's house, and they kill him. And we're still in Caddo Parish, and we'll take you to Daryl Drawn. Daryl Drum was convicted in the 2000 murder of his neighbor, 64-year-old Loretta White. Uh, she had been stabbed or cut, get this, 61 times in her Shreveport home. 34 of the wounds were in the face and head. Wow. That is unreal. Yeah. And this and, guy gets to and just so plead y'all, for Clemency. Back, just so you know, back on Felton Dorsey, Greenwood is in Caddo Parish, too, y'all. Uh, all these seem to be started out in Caddo. But that guy, I mean, 61 times, that's that's the most I've ever seen. 57 was Man, my highest. Horrible. Crazy. Cedric Edwards, convicted in 1995, murder of Victoria Kennedy's Kennedy in Shreveport, same area, during a home invasion. Her husband and 14-year-old daughter survived the attack, and the husband said he recognized men because they had come into his store. Wow. Just killing, killing. These are the worst of the worst, y'all. This is it. This is it. Bobby Hampton, uh, also a Caddo Parish individual, convicted in the 1995 killing of Philip Russell Coleman, an employee at a Shreveport liquor store that was robbed as employees were closing up for the night. 
That's just, again, I mean, regular people working, trying to make a paycheck, make a minimum wage, and get murdered for it. And I could tell you that I'm almost positive that uh, Hugo Holland was was the prosecutor in all these. He, he used to work for the Caddo Parish District Attorney's Office before he went freelance. Yeah. So take it to Daryl Irish, convicted in 1996 murder of, of his landlord, Russ Rowlin, and after after asking him to come to his Caddo Parish mobile home to collect overdue rent. Wow. And Man goes to get his money, yeah, gets killed. killed. Uh, and uh, I assure you it wasn't a, a simple death right. because he's on death row. Exactly. I'm sure it was, you know, horrible. Um, and we'll get into, incidentally, at uh, we're doing a bonus episode after this for patrons only where, where right. the first 20 – that uh, are coming up for these hearings in October, we're going to go in more in more depth right. on these crimes we're telling crimes. you about now. Right uh, now, we're going to get a Marcus Reed. He was convicted for the deaths of Jarquise, Jeremiah, and Eugene Adams on August seventeenth, two thousand ten. That's three people allegedly over a stolen Xbox game console. It's crazy. I mean, just again, you killed three people. POS. Or no Xbox. I, I believe the jury got it right. Yeah. So, Lamondre Tucker, convicted in 2008, death of his pregnant ex girlfriend, 18 year old Tavia Seals in Shreveport. Tucker's mom, Alicia Tucker, was arrested right after the sentencing and charged with conspiracy to tamper with a juror. Mm. Right? Mm. Acre mm. doesn't fall far from the tree. That's right. James Tyler, and y'all, we still, we are still, still. in Caddo Parish. Yep. James Tyler, convicted of the 1995 murder of a manager of a, of a fast food restaurant during an armed robbery. Two other employees were shot in the head but survived and were able to identify him. Thank That's God they crazy, survived. man. How many of these are, are, are just people making a minimum wage? Working. working. Just working, doing the right thing. Yeah. And and you shot two other people in the head. Do you think they ever were good? Yeah. All right, let's go to Calcasieu Parish, y'all. And, uh, for you, those of you who don't know, Calcasieu is way down southwest Louisiana uh, around Lake Charles. So Kevin Daigle was convicted of, at uh, this. This was, I remember this vividly. Me too. Kevin Daigle was convicted after killing State Trooper Stephen Vincent in 2015. Vincent responded to stranded motors on the side of a rural road in 2015. As he tried to help an intoxicated Daigle, Daigle pulled out a sawed-off shotgun and gravely wounded Vincent, who died in the hospital. Daigle was also charged with secondary murder of his roommate, Blake Brewer, who was found dead in his Moss Bluff home after Daigle's arrest. Killed a cop, and basically who... And you get a clemency here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Thank you. You know, it, and I don't care what side of the aisle you're on as far as politics. We don't talk politics right. around here, but right. one... We it's, don't care who who the governor is. Man, read that. Right. And right. and and then Hell, think he, about it. He, he, he was governor. So four to twenty nineteen, yeah, shit. He was he was governor. Yeah, then. I mean that's your state trooper, and it wouldn't matter if he's a Republican or Democrat or whatever. This is bullshit. Yeah, 
Yeah, cold blood, and and look, they had a video, y'all, from from then, uh, the body cam footage and all that sort of stuff. I mean, this was recent, twenty fifteen. It wasn't, you know, it was less. It was seven years ago, uh, eight years ago, something like that. And uh, and he kills this state trooper, and it, it, you know, this guy was in office during that time, right? And he's allowing this guy to have a, you know, begging for clemency hearings for these guys. It's disgusting. All right, we're going to go to Jason Reeves, convicted of killing four-year-old Mary Jean Thigpen in 2001. Investigators say he raped her, stabbed her 16 times, and left her for dead in the woods. Unreal. Four years old. Oh, shit. Yeah. Murder by you. Yeah, there's nothing you All can right. even say about that. Right, let's go to DeSoto Parish, where Christopher uh, Spavaldo was convicted in 1992 beating and scalding death of his wow. six-year-old stepson, Wesley Allen Mercer. Mm. Six years old. Scalding. He beat him and then burned him to death. That's horrible. I got no words, bro. This is like. Let me tell you, you, you don't think monsters are in this world, right. people? Evil exists. The, every single one of these people it deserves an evil scale. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Simple as that. Uh, where's DeSoto Parish? That's uh, over by um, Fort Polk and all that. <laughs> you know, it's amazing, y'all. Woody is like a parish savant. There, I don't <laughs> think there's a parish he don't know where that's it's at. Because I've worked at Case and everyone <laughs> when I was with the state police. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to go to Michael Taylor, and he was convicted in the 1999 murder of Chester Howell, a salesman at a DeSoto Parish Pontiac dealership who took him to test drive a white this. Pontiac Firebird. The car was found the next day after Taylor and his accomplice used it in a bank robbery in Iowa, which resulted in the non-fatal shooting of a police chief. The pair were arrested at the Mexican border with more than a hundred thousand dollars in cash, I remember that one. That, that would be a heck of a, and, and, a podcast and, story know, one day, right? The, uh, it's crazy. Uh, another cop killed, even though it wasn't a Louisiana cop. Well, uh, he he wasn't killed, but he was he uh, was wounded. Shot. Right, right, yeah, right. The um, East Baton Rouge Parish, y'all. We've talked about this guy. I think we just talked about him the other day. Anthony Bell. Yep, convicted of. Yeah, that's the church killer. Convicted of five counts of first-degree murder for the May 2006 shootings at the Ministry of Jesus Christ Church. Also convicted on one count of attempted first-degree murder for the shooting of Pastor Claudia Brown. The victims were identified as 78-year-old Leonard Howard, 72-year-old Gloria Howard, 67-year-old Dolores McGrew, 47-year-old Darlene Selvage, and Bell's wife, 24-year-old Erica Bell. Wow. You in church, got nowhere to go. It's a small, small little church, y'all. And it's not like one of these big ones in everybody is like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. No. David Bowie convicted in the nineteen ninety six murder of John Smith. Bowie wrapped shoelaces and then a cord from an iron around the victim's neck to kill him after losing in a dice game. Right. I mean, cold-blooded killers, right. man. Cold-blooded. They kill you as quick as look at you. Or quicker, right? Yeah. Um, next one, and y'all, all these are in East Baton Rouge Parish. Quincy Broaden, 
convicted in the 1996 murders of Edward Black and Alan Rutledge in the Scotlandville area. Black was reportedly killed because he owed Rod money for drugs. Rutledge was killed because he may have witnessed the shooting, right? Dead mm-hmm. people can't testify. Yeah. The next one is, uh, is if you're from these parts, you know this name, and that is Henry Broadway. Yeah. He was convicted for the 1993 murder of Baton Rouge police officer Corporal Betty Smothers and injuring another woman, Kimian Lee, during an armed robbery. Yeah. And let me let me say this. Number one, uh, uh, that's Warwick Dunn, who was a Florida State running back, right. went on to play football in the, in the NFL. NFL Went to a, a high school called Catholic High. I actually right. played against Warwick Dunn in high school, and let me tell you, he's fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I, I may be incorrect on this, but I think he he had numerous brothers and sisters. Yes, and and she was a single mom at the time. Yes, an extra duty, and was going to deposit some money from her extra duty job in the and a corporal. I mean, she was, you know, a high-ranked officer. An African-American female. Yes. And and just murdered. And let me tell you one thing about him. Woody touched on this when we were in the first episode, but Ward Dunn does so much for the community in Baton Rouge. He gives away homes. Every year. Every year in his mother's name. They actually have a Ward Dunn award now that they give to the top player. Sure do. Channel 9. Not for necessarily on-field things for what they do community service and and things of that nature so just a a you know beautiful human being and um and i'm sure it sickens him as much as it does us or more that henry broadway gets this opportunity at clemency i don't want to speak for him but i can imagine yeah well frank ford cozy convicted for the 1990 rape and murder a 12-year-old Delkey Nelson in East Baton Rouge. Her mother found her when she came home from work. Oh, my God. Naked with her throat slashed on the floor of a master bedroom. Just left her there. Raped a little baby and then slashed her throat. Clemency here. Yeah, he deserves a clemency. Let that sink sink in. Decarious Holiday. Convicted of the beating of his then girlfriend's two-year-old son, Darian Coon. I remember this. Beat to death on May fourteenth, fourteenth, uh, two thousand seven, in Baton Rouge. You beat a two-year-old to death. You don't deserve to breathe. I was with state, poli- state police at that time, and it happened right down from headquarters where I was at. It's horrible murder by you. Yeah. All right, Robert Miller, y'all, was convicted in 1997 murder, rape, and armed robbery of his 67-year-old landlord at our East Baton Rouge Parish home. Miller said he went there at 2 a.m. to pay his overdue rent, but after arriving, he began to feel sick and lost consciousness. When he woke up, he says the victim was bloody and appeared dead. Wow. Can't even take you know sixty seven. I really hope these these hearings don't get approved. Alan Robinson was convicted in the nineteen ninety one murder of elderly Baton Rouge couple Morris and Kazuko Prestingbach, who lived near his mother. 
He was reportedly looking for items to steal to fuel his cocaine addiction. Right. And you see that a lot with the, with these uh, with these people that are addicted to drugs. The problem um, with any addiction, but especially like cocaine, is it ain't cheap, and you'll do just right. about anything to get your hands on the money to buy it. Yeah, and and just kill this elderly couple. Yeah, no reason. All right, y'all. Antoine Tate convicted in 1997 murders of um, Shawner Jackson, jo- Joseph Billy and Sylvester Rowe in Baton Rouge. Tate and his accomplices reportedly shot the victims after plotting to steal drugs from them. Wow. No. I mean, it's... Still in East Baton Rouge. Yeah. Three people. It's murder. Uh, And I remember this one vividly, and this is uh, Todd Wessinger, and he was convicted in the 1995 murder murders of two of his co-workers yep. stephanie gazardo and david breckwell at calendar's restaurant in baton rouge yep. and, and y'all calendar's was like a uh a tgi fridays or something yeah, like that my, on a uh, national my buddy level. michael halfman actually worked at the restaurant at that time and he was off that night and we were out drinking beer yeah i believe if i'm not mistaken i, I believe it was a thursday night goes and kills two co-workers yeah, yeah. To death. i'm gonna cover this one um this is from where I'm from, East Feliciana Parish. Uh, I'll cover it on regular Real Life for Crime one day. Gregory Brown. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Convicted of killing a couple in Clinton in October of 1998, William and Ann Gay. Both were shot at close range, and their bodies were found in a burning vehicle. Wow. 
You remember that case? I do. I remember it well. Mm. And, and, and know the gay family, and it's horrible. The, um, just, yeah, that stuff don't typically happen in East no, Feliciana no, Parish. Very rural. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, now we're going to go to Jefferson Parish. Of course, that's outside of New Orleans. All around New Orleans. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure there'll be several from here. And we'll start with Julius Lucky. And Julius Lucky was not so lucky. He was convicted of the 1994 murder of his co-worker, Latita Fagu, at the Gourmet Grill and Daiquiri Shop in Metairie as they were closing for the night. Another employee, a waitress, survived the shooting and was able to testify against Lucky and his accomplice, another co-worker. So uh, he shot her, but she survived this one particular female, and she, thank God, because she was able to testify right. against him. Shout out to her for having right. the courage right. and put him in, uh, put him in Angola. And now she's got to really love this again. Yes, also. great point. So the next one, y'all, is Gerald Neal, convicted in 1998 murders of Fergus Robertson and Greg Vickers. Neal and two of his relatives went to the Metairie home to collect an overdue drug debt from a former resident of the house. They killed Robinson and Vickers at, after shooting through a closed door. They also shot at responding officers before eventually being called. Hmm. Nothing. No <laughs> respect for life. And you th- John Bell Everett is giving you some respect, though. Wow. Manuel Ortiz, convicted in the 1992 murder of his wife, Tracy Williams Ortiz, and her friend Cheryl Mallory and Kenner. Ortiz was out of the country, but it was discovered that he paid someone to fatally stab his wife for the 900000 insurance payout. An FBI informant who had been speaking with Ortiz testified against him. Crazy. No amount of money. And just killed her. Yep. Well, the next one is Emmett Taylor, convicted of 1997, yeah, 1997 murder of 77-year-old Marie Toscano during a robbery at Rhodes Pharmacy in Marrero, where Toscano worked. Another employee, I'm sure he is robbing him for dope, uh, being a pharmacy. Yeah. I remember that case, actually. Um, James Copeland. Can, can, yeah, and this is in Livingston Parish, this y'all. Is, uh, so this where is we're at. where we're at right and, now. And I covered this case on Real Life Real Crime. Convicted of raping and killing 11-year-old Joseph Cook Owen. His body was found in a field in Livingston Parish near the East Baton Rouge Parish border in 1979. Yeah, it was found right down there on Magnolia Beach. Yep. And uh, he actually had a co-conspirator who was also sentenced to death, but he ended up dying on death row waiting on his appeals. Yeah. And this guy's getting a clemency here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's just a freaking monster. Yeah. I mean, because they, 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 they raped this kid over and over and over again. All right, so go to Morehouse Parish, where Lee Roy Odenbaugh, convicted of the 2006 murders of his wife, Sandra Porter Odenbaugh, and his wife's mother, Jessie Mae Porter. He was also convicted in an attempted first-degree murder of his stepdaughter following an argument about work he was supposed to have completed in their Bastrop trailer. Mm-mm. It's crazy. And that's Morehouse Parish. Where is that? It's up um, um, uh, 
next to Cato outside of Shreveport. Okay. Yeah. Dang, you know them all. Yeah. All right, Natchitoches. I know you know where Natchitoches yep. is. Yep, I do. You know, Natchitoches, y'all, uh, Still Magnolias, if you remember that movie yeah, that was hey, filmed that, in Natchitoches. The doctor in that is actually a really good friend of mine, the real oh. doctor, the one the character was based off of. Okay. All right. Well, Tracy Lee uh, got convicted and sentenced to death in Natchitoches for a uh, – he was a Fort Polk soldier, and Fort Polk, y'all, is the, the uh, National Guard – uh, training facility, Army National Guard here. It's yeah, also a regular military and, base. Yes. Um, it, this particular soldier broke into a home in Natchitoches on June 15th, 1985, shot and killed Roan Blackston, who was 15. Lee then sexually assaulted Blackston's mother and sister. Right. I mean, because it's not enough to mm, break in mm. and kill the man in the house and uh, and and the mother's already and, suffering, you know, just from that. And, and then you're gonna rape, and you're gonna rape, rape her. her, and and the sister. Hi, right, y'all, Orleans so, Parish, Clifford DeRoos, convicted in 1995 killings of 20 year old Gary Booker and 11 month old Etienne Nachampesic in New Orleans. Daru shot Booker eight times to the side and back and after Booker and his companions said they had no money when Daru asked for a dollar. A dollar, y'all. Jesus. Two days later, Daru shot and killed Etienne, an infant, <sighs> after a failed carjacking. He opened fire on the car as his mother drove away, hitting her four times as well. Two murders and stone-cold killer. And shot the baby's mama four times. All right, in the next one, we're going to tell you Woody just did a story on real life or a crime yeah. about this uh, this particular this, person. This bitch is cold-hearted. Yeah, and let me tell you, if, if anybody doesn't deserve to ever get a clemency hearing, it's this, this woman right here. She is the only woman on death row in the state of Louisiana. Her name is Antoinette Frank. She is a former New Orleans police officer convicted of killing her partner, Ronald Williams in Havu and help me with the next one. Guangvu. Guangvu at a New Orleans East restaurant. Kim on on noodles. Yeah. And, and y'all they said her partner that um Ronald Williams was working extra duty and he had actually got her the um Antoinette Frank the extra duty at the same restaurant. She came in on a night off with her thug boyfriend, a gangster and they executed him. They shot him in the back of the head and in the back and then went in. They literally, the um, Vu and the two Vus were on their hands and knees begging them not to uh, kill him and she executed him. Jesus and they Christ. know this because they were uh, witnesses hiding in the cooler that they didn't get. They yeah. Saw it. And, and tell them about her daddy. Oh, yeah. The, she, she also killed her daddy. Uh, um, they found his skull, et cetera, underneath um, her house that she lived in after the fact and it had a bullet hole in it. Yeah. And they just didn't even worry about she was already on they ain't gotta worry about her going getting a clemency hearing. She's already on, you know, uh death row, sentenced to death. And the next thing you know, now she's got a clemency hearing and they maybe they should have right. prosecuted her for her Antoinette Frank for finding her daddy's skull on, dead. Life real crime. Yeah. Yeah. So no clemency for her murder by you. All right, y'all. Let me tell you about Clarence Harris Jr. 
convicted of first-degree murder for the 1993 killing of Katie Carlin. He tried to abduct her while she was walking with her 11-year-old daughter in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Carlin tried running away but was shot, and Harris then took her daughter back to his apartment where he raped her then eventually brought her back to the neighborhood where she ran home. So horrible. Killed kill mom and then take the daughter, 11-year-old, rape her, and then bring her back. We're going to go to Wachita Parish, and Jimmy Duncan, who was convicted of killing Ch- uh, Chaley Olivo, Olivo, his girlfriend's 23-month-old daughter, who was sexually abused and drowned in December of 1993, and that SOB is getting a freaking clemency hearing. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. He drowned a 23-month-old little girl yeah. and, 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 and sexually and abused, abused him, right? and killed the mother. Right. Just crazy. Mm. Winthrop Eaton, convicted of murdering well-known Pastor Leah Joyner of Monroe, in 1985. Yeah. Pastor. And he must want an express ticket to hell. Yeah. Willie Tart convicted in the 1989 death of jewelry store owner William Quinnen, 70, and Lillian Quinnen, 66, in their Bastrop home. I'm sure that was over a jewelry heist and money. It's just crazy. Yeah. Crazy, People do crazy, crazy things crazy. for money. What do you 70 and 66. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to my not-so-favorite parish. Actually, my least favorite parish of great people, but mm, Rapides Parish, y'all, where Larry Roy was convicted of the 1993 stabbing deaths of his ex-girlfriend's ex-husband, Freddie Richard Jr., and her elderly aunt, Rosetta Silas, in Cheneyville. And Rapids, you know where that's at? Yeah, right. The, um, I can't. I mean, you know, stabbing to death his ex-girlfriend's husband and their elderly aunt. Yeah. What a winner. What a winner. And we're going to St. Martin Parish. How about that one? Where's that one? That's uh, right outside of Lafayette, St. Martinville. Can't, I ain't tripped him up yet. Yeah. Scott Bork, on April 15, 1990, Scott Jew Bork murdered his estranged girlfriend, Charlotte Perry, and severely wounded her mother. I covered this one on Real Life yep. Real Crime. Uh, when, when you you and I and Bayou, Brand, Bayou underscore Brandy were talking about picking up hitchhikers, mm. this is the dude that I picked up. No, he's not the dude I picked up, but when I – Dropped that or kicked that guy out of the car, and I went to the whatever stunk. the bar was. Yeah. yeah, went to the bar was. He was in the bar. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon. He got kicked out because because he was fighting or um, he, he was doing something to one of the waitresses, and then he went on that night and killed him. Wow, it's crazy. St. James Parish in Woody. You're gonna St. tell this one. St. James Parish. Uh, Glenn Juniors convicted of the 1997 killing of Albert Butch Robinson during a robbery at a boat boating business in Convent. I remember that one. Oh, that's crazy! And uh, St. James is just this side of New Orleans. Uh, uh, just crazy. St. John Parish. We're going to take you to 
And Kyle Jokel, who was convicted in the 2012 murders of two St. John Parish deputies, Jeremy Trish and Brandon Nielsen, at a mobile home park in Laplace. Remember that one, too. And and just two cops killed, responding to, I think it was a domestic violence call, if I'm not not mistaken. And he he killed him. That's one of the reasons you see the paternal over police and everybody else coming out, like you said. That's right. St. Mary Parish, y'all. Donald uh, Leger. Leger. Convicted of the 2001 murders of Troy Salone, Leger had kidnapped his estranged girlfriend after she told him she was going back to her husband. She was able to escape from him and ran to a nearby Franklin residence. However, Leger went to the wrong home and shot Sloan and his wife when they claimed not to know who he was looking for. Sloan's wife would survive. That's insane. Right? This unreal. But he wants out. Yeah, but he wants out. He wants clemency. St. Tammany Parish, which is right right beyond us here in Livingston Parish. That's what Bayou underscore brand is. That's it. Slide L. Slide L. Well, in St. Tammany Parish, Jesse Hoffman was convicted of the 1996 murder of 28-year-old Mary Molly Elliott, an advertising executive kidnapped as she was leaving work. Hoffman was a valet at the Sheraton parking garage in downtown New Orleans who made Elliot withdraw money from the ATM, drive to a remote area of St. Tammany Parish, raped her, then shot her execution style. Her body was found near the Middle Pearl River. That's unreal. That, that, no respect. Think about that lady's last hour of her lives. She, I mean, from New Orleans to Slidell is about 45 minutes, and he takes her out there and rapes her and then shoots her like, like an animal. Horrible. All right. Jesse Monteo is convicted in a 2002 murder of a 61-year-old Louis Ferrari, the owner of a dry cleaning business in a Slidell area home, and another person trying to make a living and good, upstanding citizen. Yeah, kill. And we'll go to what? Where's Webster? Webster is. Uh, I think it, I think that's right. Near, not it's in between Washita and uh, let me look at yeah, that. I'm pretty sure you're right on that. And while Woody's Woody's checking his facts there, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go ahead with the story. Uh, Donald Wright is convicted with his girlfriend of the 1999 murder of her six year old child, Heather White. White died after three days in the hospital where medical professionals documented extensive abuse, including significant bruises. Doctors rule her death was caused by a head injury that bruised the brain. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And yeah, uh, Webster is in between like Shreveport and, and yeah, Boston. Yeah. So that's uh, another child. Another, another child. And, Killer. And just unreal. All right, y'all. Michael Garcia was convicted of murdering Michael Milliken near Port Allen gas station. That's West Baton Rouge, y'all. Yeah. In 2006, Milliken and his girlfriend were robbed of 30 bucks. He was badly beaten with a log and a beer bottle and then stabbed to death. His girlfriend was brutally and repeatedly raped. Wow. 
I mean, Martyrs. put it into context for a second. These these people. Think about each one of them, one we told you that's been murdered and raped on, on on this episode. Think about their last breaths. Think about their last moments on Earth. The sheer terror and fear they must have felt. West Carroll. West Carroll is all the way. That one actually touches up to the. Uh, I always pronounce wrong Washita or how okay. say it. Okay, yeah, that's it. It, Watch it touches out. the Arkansas line and, and really rural. A lot of North Louisiana. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Cedric, Cedric, Cedric Clark was convicted of killing 68 year old Bertha Anderson and eight year old, uh, eight years old Mariah Barnes, Clark's daughter yeah. in Oak Grove in February of 2000. So pretty recent killed his own daughter and the 68 year old. Jesus. Uh, I don't know y'all. All right. Take you to West Shanna. We're very familiar with this mm. one, Jim. Um, yep. uh, Bloody Angola Live that we did. Um, David Brown, who was one of the Angola Five, a group of five inmates who took three security officers hostage in an attempt to escape from Angola in 1999. Captain David Knapps was killed in the incident. And y'all, they... They bludgeoned him They, they bludgeoned him to death with a... A hammer, uh, a rubber mallet, right? Yeah, a rubber and, mallet. And in, in, I mean, we've seen the crime scene photos. We've seen it all, and all because uh, Captain Naps wouldn't give up his keys. Yeah, and and if y'all knew the uh, Hugo Holland prosecuted right. this case, you've right. heard us, uh, Woody, especially talk about him many times. The work. And the expense that went into prosecuting these guys yeah. would blow your mind. Millions and millions. I think he said over $8 million. Yeah. Uh, and here they are getting clemency here. Yeah, well, the only good thing, that, well, it's not good, but yeah, the only justice in that whole case so far, is that, as far as I'm concerned, is, is the one that they shot going through the door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's David Brown, and he had an accomplice on death row at this moment, and that is Jeffrey Clark, yeah. another one of the Angola Five, a group of five inmates who took three security officers hostage in an attempt to escape from Angola in 1999. Captain David Knapps was killed in that incident. Clark was also convicted of first-degree murder of and- Andrew Cheswick at a Studebaker's in Baton Rouge, where Clark previously worked. And I'll tell you, you know, at some point we'll do a, a regular episode, or it will be several, but on specifically that uh, live that we did on the Angola Five, because we've never given that to the original, right. you know, the right. regular public. We might put that one in the pocket for the traveling bloody Angola yeah. circuit also, because it's such yeah. a powerful story. It really is. Uh, it, it's it just absolutely awful blow your mind y'all and we'll end it on this one uh, certainly not the least 
by any means, but just listen to this. All right. This guy. So this one, y'all, we've been going parish by parish and I actually figured it out about halfway through here in alphabetical order, Jim, because that's the kind of research he does of, of parishes. But this one is not in alphabetical order. You know why? Because it is in three different parishes. Ascension, which is across the river from us in, in, uh, in Livingston, St. John the Baptist, and St. James, which are pretty much next door to each other. But the uh, Daniel Blank convicted of the 1997 murder of 71-year-old Lillian Felipe of Gonzales. That's essentially all. Authorities say Blank confessed to killing Felipe and five other people over a two-year period. The other victims included Victoria Rossi, who was 41, Barbara Bourgeois, who was 58, Sam Arcuri, who was 76, Luella Arcuri, 69, and Joan Brock, 55. The killings happened in Gonzales, St. Amon, Laplace, and Paulina between 1996 and 97. Stone Cold Serial Killer. Serial Killer. killer. One of the worst. You want this, Steve? To still be able to breathe air? Yeah. I yeah. Bet, I bet there's all those family members and loved ones and relatives and friends of, of those five people gone. And y'all, this was 1997, and that was the the only killings they could tie him to. They suspect him in oh, a lot right. more. Yeah. He is a stone cold serial killer that will never stop. And I I think, you know, these kind of cases, y'all, the 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 like this guy, the DNA back then was still in the infancy stages, and um, I'm sure he has way more bodies on that. You have all these other murders that. DNA wasn't collected from and, and everything else, but he went to death row five five times. Yeah. And and I mean, he's got five death sentences. And and the deal is he's never supposed to get out. That's, That's what right. you do with somebody like that. Yeah. I and mean, he's never supposed to even have a dream of getting out. But let's go back to um what's his name from Livingston Parish. He's the second longest running inmate on death row. Yeah. And, and he sued. 1979. He sued the state of Louisiana because he got busted with gay porn in a cell, and he sued the state of Louisiana and won. So yeah. he gets to have his gay porn on a cell on death row. 42 years on death row. It's just unreal. 42 years. He's almost as old as me. I'm 48. So right. he's he's coming up on me. But, uh, yeah, disgusting, unreal. This guy should have long been executed. Yeah. Uh, the you know the jury of his peers convicted him and sentenced him to death. And how much money have we paid to keep this guy breathing? And that's the other side of this is you know with these clemency hearings, uh, let's let's just be hypothetical and say every one of them got clemency, which I ain't gonna happen. But it just we're playing uh, hypothetical here. Uh, do you know the amount of money now you're paying people to sit in prison for the rest of their life? X amount of dollars a year. Yep. Um, you, you, there's a lot of stuff behind know, this, but it, prob- it, it costs more to put them to death because of all the appeals process. But guess what? We've, we've already paid all this money. Oh, absolutely. These people's appeals process are exhausted. Yeah. And, and now we're paying more money because it takes the DA's office and the sheriff's offices and the, the, all the police officers and paternal order police and all these lawyers are now having to spend time on something that should have never happened. 
Right. This we shouldn't even be talking about this. Shouldn't even be talking about it. And and as we've brought you here, just a little you know taste of what these people done. You can see these are the worst of the worst. Uh, if you're not a member of the Patreon teams, join the Bloody Angola Patreon because we're about to go on there. As a matter of fact, we're gonna uh, record the episode right now. Drop it uh, probably next week. And it will be a bonus episode just for patron members that we lock up. And it's going to go in more depth on 20 of the the actual first 20 that are coming up for these hearings. These hearings will be televised on YouTube uh, and they're going to archive them. So, you, you know, they'll be televised live, but then they're going to archive them. You can watch it whenever you want. I'm going to cover several of them on yeah. Life of Crime. But the, uh, yeah, patron members, thank you so much in in. This is going to be, I mean, we're going to get into the details, and, which will just shock your senses. And then after we do that, probably next month we'll put up the, the next 20 or, or yeah. however many we'll have to break it up. And we may not get through the whole 20 today on this episode, but we will tell you each one, Patreon members, it, but We'll give you the warning ahead of time. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to hear. That's right. That's but right. Hey, these people are in bloody Angola on death row on for death a reason. Road. Yeah, for a reason. So until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton, your host of Bloody Angola, a podcast 142 years in the making, complete story of America's bloodiest prison. Peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.